Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Radio show in the state of Wisconsin, voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association, the award-winning Wendy's Big Show. The Wendy's Big Show. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. The Wendy's Big Show, hour three here. First two hours flew by, Gary. Wow. Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson alongside Sam Schmitz as he steps in for the final two hours here. We're live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Also want to tell you about Van Horn and their service financing. It seems like the price of everything is going up, which leaves you with less available money, even if you have an emergency. Well, Van Horn Automotive has you covered. They will finance your auto repairs so you can get your car serviced now and pay later. They have multiple payment plan options and rates starting as low as 0% APR. You can pick your plan online by visiting any Van Horn dealership website and select service financing or come see them in person. 90% of customers are approved. The process is very quick and no hard credit checks. Another way Van Horn Automotive partners with you to keep you on the road. Gary, I wish this Brewers stuff with Josh Hader would just be over with, but it just never no, seems to end. It's a gift that keeps giving. Now, of course, I was either on my way or in Canton when this, when I saw this, and I saw it on Twitter. And I don't even know if I saw it like Thursday night or Friday. When did this come out? Was Friday it? before the game on Friday. Okay. So, before the game so on I Friday. saw it then Friday. I was in Canton. I was in, I was in my hotel room. I remember exactly where I saw it. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> and then if Steve Sparky Pfeiffer is listening, he immediately came to my mind when I heard this. Because Steve is the guy who's always said the owners need to stop meddling. Mm-hmm. Let the general managers run it. That's why you hire them. I was always tell Steve, but it's his team. It's his money. He should be able to have input. And we knew that. Well, at least I don't know if we knew that. But there, I guess there were some things around that Mark was actually running the show and kind of telling people what to do and this, that. And, well, he had the input. And for me, I don't mind it. Because if I – I tell you what, <clears throat> if I own a team, my money, I'm going to have some say. Yeah, I mean, you're footing the bill for the whole thing. I'm going to have some say now. Because if it all goes south, it's my money. Mm-hmm. But when I heard this, let's hear it. 
So this is Mark Adonacio again from Friday before the beginning of the Red Series, courtesy of Adam McCalvey. Here's Brewers owner Mark Adonacio with the media. So, you know, one of the things the 18 seasons in the game has taught me is uh, you never know what's going to happen. Some of which is really a positive surprise, some of which you know, can be painful. Obviously, uh, look, we get very close to the players in the community here, and that's one of the great things about being in Milwaukee. I remembered uh, very first, uh, I guess we had crawl asleep for what, two years maybe? Mm -hmm. And then you know, we made a mid-season trade and Journal Sentinel covered major types of so long slugger. And you know, it's painful because we all, obviously all of us at the team and all of us in the community get attached to the players. So, you know, last several years here, when the guys will get quite attached to was Josh Hader. And uh, we get a call from uh, David Stearns and Matt Arnold saying, they have something we want to do with Josh. And I actually sat down. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, it's interesting. My first many years here, which I think has continued to this day, I've been, I was criticized that, you know, I stuck my nose in too much. And so now maybe I'd be criticized for not sticking my nose in enough because, you know, how I feel as a fan and how the fans feel to like Josh Go versus guys who need to do their job, They've done a terrific job here. You know, they made a move they wanted to make and they hoped to make other moves. So, you know, I know those guys, David anyway, talk to you guys about it. So, you know, I, I don't think in, uh, in David's tenure anyway, I don't think I've, I vetoed anything in either direction that he's wanted to do. So, you know, as an owner, you know, accountability, responsibility, but, you know, now it's uh, hands off and, and David runs the baseball op show. Mark, one of the, I think, common criticisms is, is this is seen as, um, instead of going for the World Series, seen as some, uh, somehow a cost-cutting move. And, I'm wondering how would you respond to that criticism? So those are two different questions, actually. I can answer the cost-cutting cost had absolutely nothing to do with this. Uh, there was no money came out of the trade, and we had, there was no, every player that was available, we had the resources to pick up, not only for the balance of this season, but for the seasons of their contract. You know, whether a team like ours has the financial resources to give Josh a long-term contract, which may be the biggest free agent contract a reliever will ever get. Or, you know, we all know Juan Soto's numbers. We're not talking about that. But, you know, to get a premier player, uh, this team has the financial resources to do that. And so financial dollars didn't come into the mix at all. And in, in that or in any trade that we, you know, that we weren't able to get done, it wasn't about the money. Can, can I, sorry, just, I'm sorry, to commandeer, can I just follow up on the first half of that then is, um, on the surface, trading Josh Hader doesn't square with trying to win a World Series. That's another, I think, common criticism of this deal. Yeah, I think that you have to ask David about, and maybe you did, and if you didn't, you should. Because yeah, I, I know he also had a series of other trades that he wanted to do that, you know, didn't happen. And, uh... You just have to ask him about that. 
Because yeah, we're we're here. By the way, every presentation, I'm just saying, every presentation, because they know my focus. Every presentation that I get at the start of a let's say winter season is the goal of winning World Series. That's the goal. That's actually what I was going to ask because that seems to be the biggest complaint right now from fans. Is all they care about is getting to the playoffs, getting the World Series. Doesn't matter. Does it bother you to, to, to hear someone suggest that? Look, I think. <laughs> First of all, the fans, I love that the fans are so passionate. You know, uh, I love the fact that when uh, I got here, you know, we're celebrating a team tonight. And when I got here in 05, you know, uh, from 1982 to 2005, what is that, 23 years we had not been to the playoffs. But all we wanted to do was get to the playoffs. And I love that the bar has been raised so much higher. But, uh, you know, it stings. It still stings that we didn't, uh, past game seven against the Dodgers. Things that happened the last couple of years in the playoff sting. We still talk about them all the time. Mark, can you, you, can you clarify? You actually picked up salary with these trades that you made, right? Yeah, David can go through the math. Yes, and, and there were... There was no... Uh, any, any player or, you know, I guess you could have put a group of players together. But And David can comment on that, but there was no... Uh, there were no budget problems even with Juan Soto. So, really, do you guys seriously have talks about the package? You have to thing? ask David about about those trades. I think look, you can see the prospects they they took back in that. So I think where we had uh, failed, we didn't have matches as David would call it on trades. My understanding, it was over over the prospects. And you may say, well, that's not consistent with. Have to ask him. He made all, you know, they, they had they had the it's like running a, a war room like they do for a draft. Um, I'm wondering also what you thought about some of the player feedback. I think players, his teammates are disappointed to see him go, and Not some sure. seem to be sort of taking it in over the last couple of days. These guys get incredibly close. Uh, we all get close. We all have to, you know, it's um, when, when trades get done over the winter. They, you know, you have a winter to process it. When they get done mid-season, it's, it's, it's a little unnerving. And uh, it's, it's part of the game. And you can't, you know, in either direction, you can't tell the guys to make trades or not. At least I haven't, not with this baseball obstacle. You're told to, the goal is we want to get to a World Series, and their goal is to always improve the team. That's, that's the message. That was the message. Who a lot there to unpack, Gary. Well, it is. Very. It is. <laughs> a lot of stuff to unpack it there. It really is. I, in, here, and I don't know where you folks, but I want to hear your reaction to this, too. Mm. I mean, I, I really do. I mean, basically, uh, Mark Ananasio was saying, hey, I, I didn't have anything to do with this trade. This is all David Stearns. Yeah, you, we, you guys criticized me before uh, meddling, and I, I'm letting, I'm paying this guy. I'm letting this guy make. We could have got Soto if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to hear your reaction, Brewers fans. What was your reaction to what Mark Adonacio had to say? You just heard it here. You want to give us a call, 855-830-8648, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. We'll get your reaction and give you ours next here on the Wendy's Big Show. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network.
on the surface, trading a Josh Hader doesn't square with trying to win a World Series. That's another, I think, common criticism of this deal. Yeah, I think that you have to ask David about. Maybe you did, or if you didn't, you should. Because yeah, I know he also had a series of other trades that he wanted to do that you know didn't happen. And uh, you just have to ask him about that. Wow. Just seems like he's saying, oh. I don't know what's going on either. Ask David. Wow. <laughs> and I don't know if he's throwing David under the bus or not. I don't I don't know what to, how to feel about this. I don't I don't either. That's why it's we want to weird. That's why we want to get your guys' reaction because we want to know what Brewers fans are thinking about this. 855-830-8648. Give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Start your deal today at vanhornauto.com. Or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Let's get out to Nate on the north side. Nate, what's going on, dude? What's going on? Um, I, I I just don't know what to think about this. I've been I've been I've been mad ever since ever since it happened because um, you first of all you didn't get anything for for Josh Hader nothing nothing that wows me or nothing that I even me made me sound like oh okay maybe he maybe that'll work and then now you got the front office and the owner blaming each other um, for the trade um, and it's just and it's just a bunch of dysfunction to me. Meanwhile, you didn't you didn't shook up the back end of your bullpen, mm-hmm. and now you, now you don't know if you can trust anybody back there to close games. And it just seems like it just seems like that they didn't know what they they didn't know what they were doing when they made this trade either. And that's that's probably the biggest thing. Like if you if you don't know what you're gonna do after trading Hater, then why trade them in the first place? And then you got Boris fans telling me, well, um, he's, he's going to have to get traded eventually, but it didn't have to be now. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be now. You still had a you still had a whole other season to figure out what is the best way what is the best way to either trade him or or uh, the best package we can get for him, or is we just going to let him let him walk? They did it with Prince Fielder. They held on to him to the very end. And I feel, and I just feel like if that's if that's the only thing that you were gonna get for him, you should have you should have did it. You should have held on to him just like you held on to Prince, and and let him and let him uh, walk out the door because at least you would have had two full seasons of Josh Hader, and you would have known when it gets to the ninth inning, even though he had a little bit of hiccups um, before the trade deadline, you know, virtually when it gets to the ninth inning, you got somebody who's been there before who can handle the pressure and. And and then your bullpen will still be solidified. Adding Matt Bush is a good add if you have Josh Hader. But adding adding Matt Bush to a dysfunctional um, uh, bullpen is, is pointless because it's, you you don't know who your closer is and you don't know who your seventh, eighth, and ninth inning guys is. And Craig is sitting there flustered. He doesn't know what to do. It's just it's just a bunch of dysfunction from the Brewers right now, and it's very disappointing because now you've been dropped out of the. Uh, now you didn't dropped out of the lead in the NL Central, and the, and I don't think the Cardinals the, the Cardinals are not going to give it back to you if 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 it's up to them. So you're going you're going to have to take it, and I don't know if they can take it right now. Nate, appreciate the phone call, man. No problem, Toby. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. If you want to hop in on the Van Horn Direct toll free talk line, real quick, want to get out to David in Pewaukee. But Gary, I heard this on MLB Network. They were talking about people closing things down and closers in general in baseball. And they're saying you got to think in the postseason you want to have a guy 
that's going to inflict fear that my season's about to end if this guy comes in in a postseason series. You know, you got game mm-hmm. five in LDS, <clears throat> game seven sort of thing, ninth inning, you got a one-run lead. If Josh Hader's trotting out of the bullpen, you're already thinking about your off-season plans. You're already thinking, like, you know what, we might – so what it does is it makes the team press – in the seventh inning, in the eighth inning, you got to think like with your if you're playing the Green Bay Packers and you're going a two minute drill, you don't want to score with a minute and mm-hmm. a half left. You don't right. want to give Rodgers a chance. Right. It's that same sort of thing with the closer where that guy's coming out of the back end and it puts mm-hmm. fear into them. And for the Brewers, they had a chance to have eight and nine mm-hmm. be that way with mm-hmm. Devin Williams backed up by Josh Hader. Mm-hmm. And you can say what you want about Taylor Rodgers. You can say what you want about Matt Bush. Mm-hmm. Brad Boxberger, but there's only one guy now. They had two. Now yeah. there's only one guy right. that a team fears and thinks, you know what? Now we're probably going to get shut down. And who is that one guy? Devin Williams. No, I don't think so. And he's struggling. I don't think so. So now they got they, none. They in don't your fear. Opinion. They don't fear Devin Williams like they. No, like they fear, I totally agree on that. Uh, hater. I totally no, agree it's on that. Not the same. So now you have none. Now you have none. Because I, I'll just tell you, we've talked about this sometimes. Before. Sometimes guys can be a product of other guys. And now you're about to find out was Devin Williams, 100%. although has potential, but although Devin Williams is here a product of the success that Josh Hader had. Well, and I'll tell you this, And Gary, that dude was visibly upset. Very upset. Because I'm a Nats fan, all right? So we'll go back to 2019 and think about that wild card game. I know it didn't work out for Josh Hader in that, but I'm counting down the innings until Hader comes in. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, all right, they got two more innings. They got an inning. Just keep it close. It's over. It's over now. Yes. Haters in the ball game, mm-hmm. and obviously it didn't work out. But that's the thought process. Yes, and you know if and I'm the, thinking that as a fan, it's probably a little bit in the clubhouse as well. No, it ain't a little bit. It, it is. They know, and Devin Williams know. That's what's most important. That they lost their best closer. Well, they and maybe, know that. Maybe you're right. That Devin Williams knows that. They know they got to try and get to Devin Williams as opposed to Josh Hader. That leads to aggressive swings. Mm-hmm. That leads to aggressive plays, and that leads to more swings. That leads to more swings on his changeup. Who knows? I mean, we're gonna find out. Devin, that whole bullpen so far since Josh has been traded has been atrocious. Every single person included. I will say this: Padres played the Dodgers. Yeah, and they got smoked. There you go. They got smoked. so And they're going for it now. Th- there's no guarantee that if you bring all these guys yeah. in. They're going for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 855-830-8648. Let's get out to David in Pewaukee. What were your reactions to the Mark Adonacio comments before Friday's game? Definitely less emotional than Nate. I'll say that. I, I think we're, um, you know, we're in the hater hangover period. Everybody's emotional about it. It's impossible to grade this trade. If we were 5-1 and one after the trade, everybody would love it. But I, I just think I love Josh Hader. You can't, you, you can't tell me for sure that he's going to be as strong as he's been for the last five years, a year and two and three years from now. I mean, that high-leverage reliever that has longevity just doesn't exist. So I – I was okay with trading him, and I'm okay with the pieces we got back. It's just that, um, you know, we're not performing yet. So who knows? Down the road, if we figure this thing out and we stop, you know, acting scared, uh, we can be the Brewers again. But I just think this is an emotional response in the clubhouse. I think Devin will figure it out. And I don't think we're getting Juan Soto. I mean, we're taking these contexts, these comments out of context from – Ignacio. I mean, we didn't have the prospects for that. 
and we weren't going to sign that big contract, and, and we probably weren't going to sign Joshua a long-term contract, and I don't think we wanted to. So I'm, I'm, all, I'm fine with it, but I, I'm not fine with how we're playing, I'll tell you that. David, appreciate the phone call, man. Sure. 855-830-8648 if you want to give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Here's one thing that stands out to me, Gary, and I want to get what your first things are about this comments from Mark Adonazio. Why is he coming out and saying some of the things that he's saying? So you you have to think about sometimes why these dudes are doing this. So your first thought would be, okay, so it's a cost-cutting move, and he's going to come out and say it's not, so he's going to try and help his image, right? That's what your first thought would be. But then I go back to, I'm going to take him at his word because I don't think it was a cost-cutting move, Gary, because here's why. $11 million is what Josh Hader was making this year, $11 million. People are projecting that next year, because he had another year of arbitration before he'd get the big money that the Brewers couldn't afford, they were projecting $16 million is what mm-hmm. he'd make. All right, so $5 million difference there. If this were a cost-cutting move, then why would they trade a middling prospect for Trevor Rosenthal, who cost $4.5 million? I'm right. That's the difference right, right. there. Mm-hmm. So I don't think this was a cost-cutting move. So I'm going to take him at his word for that, and so I don't see another reason why well, what was it then? Mark Adonacio would come out. I think he's saying, I don't know what's going on either. I think you hear when he's talking about this, he's like, I think he's a little antsy about this with David too. I think he's a little frustrated. I don't think he's you know going to fire David Stearns or anything like that, but I think he looks at it because he's a baseball fan as well. He's a Brewers fan. And he liked Josh Hader, too. And he's questioning well, he why could, he's doing this as well. He could have vetoed it if he wanted to because they called and told him. Well, and I think he, his he first— He said I had to sit down. His first thought was, you know what, I'll just let them do their thing. But now I think after he saw some of the backlash, he's like, maybe I should have stepped in. I think he's almost backtracking a little bit and thinking, I wish I would have stepped in and said no. Yeah, and I don't know. It feels like he threw him under the bus. I mean, that's But this is what you want from your owner. I think most people, this is what they want from their owner. They want their owner out of it, and they want the GM to make the decision, and that's what happened here. So Mark has to step back. And so now Mark is stepping back. He's not going to take the heat. If there is any heat, and he's putting it all on David Stearns. Talk to him about it. Yeah, and I, I – I don't know how that works out. It's, it's crazy that we're still talking about this, but we're getting every side of this. The thing that I don't want to hear, Gary, and we'll take a quick break here in a second – I don't want to hear players, and I don't want to hear Craig Council talking about this anymore. I don't want to hear that. This is done. Well, this is done. If they're not, asked about it, that's fine. Well, that's what happened here. Well, and that's fine with Mark Adonacio. You can talk about it as an owner. It doesn't. As an owner, you're not impacting what's happening on the field mm-hmm. as much. You're not playing. If you're David Stearns at this point with the trade deadline over and stuff, you're not necessarily impacting what's happening on the field. If you're a player, if you're Craig Council, you are impacting what's happening on the field. I need you to stop looking at, oh, I wish we had Josh in here, or looking at his empty locker, whatever you're doing. Move on from that. <laughs> stop looking at the empty locker. Move on from that. Yeah. It's time to win baseball games. One in five against the Cincinnati Reds and Pittsburgh Pirates, that's mm-hmm. not acceptable. I don't care if Josh is there or not. You shouldn't need Josh to win well, those games. they lost games. those. They threw those games away. So you saw how, you, how they lost them. And, and that's where I cannot hear any more from those guys about mm-hmm. it. If you're asked about it, that's fine. And they, they're going to get asked. And you are. So if that's the well, case. Well, you want them to say no comment? No, they, you can answer the question. But the fact that we're still hearing different things brought up every now and then from the players, the day after is fine. Two days after is fine. Not anymore. I, I don't need to hear about you missing Josh Hader anymore because this is the group you've got. 
This is the group that you have for the rest of the year. You can't do anything about it. So you go out there and you try to win baseball games. I understand it shook up your locker room. I understand that you're disappointed your all-star closer is not in town anymore. I get all that. And I get that you're upset, Devin Williams, that you've been moved in roles and you weren't expecting all this. I get all that. But now it's about working with the guys that you have in that locker room to accomplish your goal of winning baseball games, and they're not doing that right now. Maybe we would be talking about this differently, like David said, if they were 5-1 and one through this stretch, but they're not. You traded Josh Hader, and you're 1-5. and five. It, It's unacceptable play from the Brewers, and mm-hmm. to be honest with you, Gary, at this point, if the playoffs started, they wouldn't be in it, and that's a little bit concerning to me. Uh-oh. That's very concerning. Uh-oh. I just, I, I don't know. We'll Did see what the happens. One wouldn't be in it. Here we'll we see, go. <laughs> we'll see here. what happens. We'll continue talking about this. Get your guys' reaction. 855-830-8648 if you want to give us a call. Or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. What were your thoughts on Mark Adonazio's comments from over the weekend? More of the Wendy's Big Show comes up next. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, Sam Schmitz here in the Lakeland University studios talking with you guys about the Milwaukee Brewers. Also want to tell you about the Wendy's app and Wendy's rewards. Only thing better than eating Wendy's is earning more Wendy's while you eat. Check out Wendy's rewards where the entire menu's up for grabs. Any food you order through the app, website, or restaurant counts for points. Every dollar you spend, you'll earn 10 points you can place your order for pickup or delivery with the app or on the website. It's all you got to do. And if you order on the mobile app or on the website, your rewards points will be added automatically. Check out the Wendy's app and Wendy's rewards. Also, another thing you got to check out, the Jewelry Center, Gary. Yes, three locations locally, 76 and Lake and Lake and Plaza in Brookfield, Blue Mile Road, and Tri-City National Bank Building. Third location for you folks in Burlington, Wisconsin. Shop TJC.com. Shop TJC.com is their website, guys. In there, you can buy just about anything you want to buy at all three of their locations. If you want to call them up, you can do that too. Call my good friend Dean Murray. He's the, he's the owner of the Jury Center. Guys, they're there waiting to help you to facilitate uh, all of your jury needs. Guys, if you want to get the, the, the best piece of jury, at the best possible price is at the jury center. I'm guaranteeing if you're going somewhere else and shopping for a piece of jewelry, if you're not buying at the jury center, I'm guaranteeing you're making a big mistake. So just don't take my word for it. Go check them out. Go check out the jury center. Check out shoptjc.com or call my good friend Dean Murray. Talking about the Milwaukee Brewers and your reaction to Mark Adonacio's comments from Friday before the beginning of that red series, 855-830-8648. If you want to give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line or tweet us at Big Show Network. We'll get back to some of your phone calls here in just a second, but I've given you kind of my first reaction. We've also gotten some of uh, callers' reactions. Gary, what was your first reaction when you heard all of this? Oh. 
No, it just won't. The, the gift is keep giving. That's what my <laughs> just won't go away. But but was shocking that Mark just says, "Hey, go talk to David Stearns. I got nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. Y'all wanted me to be out of it. I'm out. Go talk to that guy. I think this is the first time we've ever heard Mark Ananasio says said anything remotely this close that he's not the meddling owner that most people thought that he was. And he even talks about most people criticize me for doing it. So I, I got nothing here. He even threw out the, the, the one Soto that, that we, we could have yeah. had him too. And there's really no budget restraints. And point out, we're probably spending more money now than, than we had we not traded haters. So it's not really about money. I was just shocked. And, and I don't know really what, how to process this or to go with this other than that he is saying that David Stearns has full autonomy to run this team and it's not – now they ran it by him. Of course, that's what you're supposed to do. But he listened to him. He goes, hey, it's your team. Do what you want to do. Well, and, I, and I don't know all of a sudden now, we Brewer fans, here's where we're going with this now. Do you not trust David Stearns anymore? Because that's, that's where you got to go. The dude has made great pickups for the Milwaukee mm-hmm. Brewers in his tenure. I mean, he's turned this thing around. So now all of a sudden are we falling out of love with David Stearns? I think that's where we're going because you can't be talking about Mark no more. This is David's yeah. deal. And that's the thing that stuck out to me, too. You know, I mentioned the money thing, but with Mark Adonacio saying this, he's saying it squarely on yeah. David Stearns' plate. <laughs> right. And a lot of us, when we saw this trade, said, oh, it's got to have some other motive. Mm-hmm. It's got to have something else to it because there's no way David Stearns would just make this deal. This doesn't seem like Stearns. And if it's true that this was all on Stearns' plate, then maybe Stearns has lost a step. Because it, it, this is odd, man. This see, doesn't, you can't see. It just doesn't he, seem like David here's, Stearns. Here's what. Here's what. You can't say he's lost a step until you see the fruition of the guys sure, that he got. Sure, That's the problem here. Sure. Well, or what, maybe what, he's what got the can, wrong philosophy. What you can say. Here's another thing. What you can say, though, this team is not better. 100% Because of that trade. But you don't know down the line what it can be. Well, and maybe the so thing that, is that's, that's that's the thing I'm fighting here. Maybe with. the thing is it's not he's lost a step. Maybe it's no, it's not that he's lost. A he's step. got the wrong philosophy. Well, maybe he's got no, the wrong idea see, here. Now here's again, he maybe he's working on the under the operation of this is Mark's philosophy. I know the philosophy, and I'm working within these constraints of this philosophy. I really don't have to go to Mark because I know what Mark wants, and I know this is how he wants to wanted to be operated. There's two things. Now, here's the thing: if he was working for the Mets or the Yankees, yeah, would he have done it no. different? Yeah, absolutely, he would have. That's the question. He absolutely would. Here, here's the two things that stand out to me, and we'll get to a phone call here in just a second. Here's the two things: either he's thinking that this is Mark's philosophy, and that's how he wants to operate, is continued bites at the apple, which I'm so sick of hearing that phrase, bites at the apple. Or two, and Tim brought this up on the postgame show here in Milwaukee multiple times, David Stearns doesn't think this is a World Series caliber team. So he wasn't going to go out of his way to try and improve it by hurting some of his future, by trading some of his prospects. He'll take his chances. Mm -hmm. He'll still have a team that's just as good, basically, from Mm -hmm. the deadline, but he's not going to trade away a Sal Freilich or a Joey Weimer to go get a bat because he doesn't believe this is a World Series team. Mm-hmm. So I think there's those are the two things that stand out to me because if this is the truly on just Stearns' plate and it mm-hmm. wasn't a money move, 
then I think that's probably the most logical explanation for why they did that hater trade. I don't think he's making the team worse. No, he's not. He's not making it better. No. But he's not making it worse, and he's no. looking down the road because he thinks, well, well, we're not a World Series team this year. Let's see if we can help our team two and three years down the road we'll and try and build our team up to and being a World what, Series and that's team. What you, that's what we'll have to wait and see. Well, hopefully so. 855-830-8648. Let's get out to James in Green Bay. James, what's going on? Hey, not too much. Good morning, guys. Hey. Well, I have a couple points. My first point is, sounds like to me maybe – Stearns and Mark maybe aren't quite on the same page with each other. Mm -hmm. So maybe they need to sit down and talk things out. And maybe they need to see what the direction is that Mark wants and David has in mind for the franchise. And my second point is, I'm sorry, but the Brewers aren't going to make the playoffs. They don't do any of the little things that help them win games. They can't score a runner from third base with less than two out. They don't move runners over from first base to second base. Of course, nobody does that anymore. They don't do that. They just do not do any of the little things to help them win games. We play for it. We only score runs if we can hit a three-run homer. We can never manufacture runs. They have to take a look at that and say, is that really the way that this small market franchise has to play? Because that's not getting the job done. Well, Maybe real- they have to look Real, real quick, James, the the problem yeah. in the second half so far has not been the offense. I understand where you're coming from. Like, looking at the entire season as a whole, yes, the offense has been a problem. But if we're looking just here in the second half, the offense has been putting up runs. Yesterday they didn't necessarily do it, but for the most part, they've put up four, five, six runs in the second half since they've come out of the All-Star break, and the pitching staff has let them down. I think during that uh, the Pirates series, I think they had a lead going into the sixth inning of every single game, and they lost every one of those games. And that's the kind of stuff that's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I agree, but I also say it's been a problem for years where we can't score runs unless we hit a home run. Maybe it's time we start trying to play a little different because we can't afford the same kind of players that the Dodgers can get and that the Yankees can get and that the Braves can get and that the Mets can get. We can't have all those sluggers in the lineup hitting three-run home runs all the time. Is it so terrible that we would try to play with some speed, steal bases, take the extra base, bunt the runner over, manufacture a run here and there? I, I don't understand why we're just banging our head against the, the wall. We do that every year. I, I'm losing so much interest in the Brewers now, I, I don't even like to watch them. Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Gary. No, you're they're not. awful frustrating to watch. They are. I would agree. When I see a runner at third base and less than one out, all I can do is sit there and how are they not going to get this guy in this time? Yeah. And it happens almost every time. It drives me crazy. So I get it. They've been scoring runs. The pitching has been bad. The, the Pittsburgh game, especially Corbin Burns, they hit three solo home runs, have a three to nothing lead, and then Corbin comes out and he just blows up in the bottom of the inning. And he, when they, they lose the lead, and they end up losing that game. Yeah, you don't expect that from your pitchers, but I, I don't know. I, I've been watching this for years and years and years, and I'm just like, I'm so frustrated. Even like, mm-hmm. uh, was it Sunday? It was yesterday. We tied it up 2-2. Two to two. Tarantini's up, and then they don't even try to bunt them anybody over with nobody out. He hits into a double play, and then right away we're screwed. Was it so terrible to try to bunt a runner over to second base just once? and then have two swings at it from two different guys coming up to bat to score to run? I don't know. I just don't get it. The game's a lot different. 
It is. James, appreciate the phone call, man. Yeah, it's a lot different. I'm going to bring up this sequence real quick for you, Gary, because okay. this this is why I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm all for small ball. <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate, but okay. this is why they don't do it. This is why the Brewers don't do it. Thursday, top Uh-oh, nine. Here we go. This is how the Brewers play this. Wong hits a leadoff double. Hunter Renfro comes up. Sacrifice bunt. Wong to third. Victor Caratini's intentionally walked. Mike Brasso's hit by a pitch. Bases loaded, one out. Double play. Zero run score. I get your idea that you need to play small ball, but if you're playing small ball, that would also mean you're going to have to have clutch hits. Mm-hmm. Guy on third, one out, you're going to have to come through. And we're already complaining about how they don't come mm-hmm. through. So if they start playing small ball and giving away outs, we might see this offense even worse. And Gary, at this point, too, in the second half, I can't even complain about the offense. They've been scoring runs. It's been the pitching that's been a problem. I think, you know, Burns goes out there and does his job yesterday, gives up a run, a couple of runs, whatever. I forget exactly how many he gave up, but, okay, it's solid. He gives you another solid outing. But the bullpen has been atrocious since this Hater trade. And I don't think you can just say it's just Josh Hader being gone. The guys, Devin Williams went 30 scoreless outings. Yeah. 30. Mm-hmm. First outing after Josh Hader's trade gives up a run. And he's given up multiple runs yes. since Josh Hader's been traded. Yep. That you can't have. You can't have these other guys struggling. Matt Bush, he's been struggling since he came over. Taylor Rogers, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you got acquired via trade. I don't care if you've been here for 10 years. Figure it out in the back end of that <laughs> bullpen. It's just unacceptable to keep losing these baseball games. So we got a day off today. And then the Rays tomorrow. Two games set against the Rays here in Milwaukee. <laughs> And then I think it's, let me double check, but I think it's the Cardinals. Or maybe it's the Dodgers. No, it's the Cardinals. You got three against the Cards in St. Louis at the end of this week. Yeah, they need to get the Rays. They need to get two two of those games. They need to win them. They They need to win them. Both of those games. Absolutely. We'll continue talking about the Milwaukee Brewers as we wrap up the third hour here of the Wendy's Big Show. Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, and Sam Schmitz here on the Wendy's Big Show. Wisconsin Wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, and Sam Schmitz here in the Lakeland University studios talking with you guys about the Milwaukee Brewers. What do you think of Mark Adonacio's comments from Friday afternoon? 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Also want to tell you about the Wendy's Strawberry Frosty, which is only here for a limited time, so make sure you check it out. With a Strawberry Frosty, time to enjoy yourself is built right in. So rich and creamy, a straw won't cut it, and finishing one well, that's going to take you at least 15 minutes, so make sure you check your watch. Is it Frosty time yet? And by that we mean, is it time for a moment with just you and your Frosty kicking back and doing whatever goes best with the best treat of the summer? These Strawberry Frosty treats are going fast. So when it's time for Frosty Time, choose wisely, choose Wendy's. And let me tell you, after the show on Friday, I was thinking, well, I wasn't working Friday. It was Thursday. I can't remember what day. I think it was Thursday. After the show on Thursday, I was thinking, let me try these fries with a strawberry Frosty and see if it's just good as it is when you have them with a chocolate Frosty. And it was. So get yourself some hot and crispy fries. 
eat it with a strawberry frosty, a vanilla frosty, a chocolate frosty. Either way, they're all going to be good, so make sure you check that out at Wendy's. 855-830-8648. If you want to jump in on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. One thing that stood out to me with this whole Mark Adonacio thing is the fact that he brings up it's not a cost-cutting move. Here's what Mark Adonacio had to say. Cost-cutting had absolutely nothing to do with this. Uh, there was no money came out of the trade, and we had, there was no, every player that was available, we had the resources to pick up, not only for the balance of this season, but for the seasons of their contract. So if it wasn't a cost-cutting move, then it means <laughs> that David Stearns did this by himself. See, but this is the weird part. Okay, just say you buy that. But I still think going in, David Stearns knows what he's operating under. Oh, sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I think he knows what Mark wants. So I, feel, I still think that's some of that in that, too. Well, do you – okay, here's the you're, question, you're, then. you're not going to go – but but then again, if Mark didn't want the deal or did want the deal, in this case, if he didn't want the deal, he could have told. I mean, he's got ultimate veto power. He Correct. is the owner of the baseball team. Correct. So, yeah, sure. Should Mark have come out and made these comments, Gary? I think Mark is trying to get the heat off of him, and I don't know why. Oh, 100%. He's never, he's never done that. 100% he's trying to because he knows that everyone's attacking why. him because right. everyone thinks it's a cost-cutting move. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to help his name out by saying, no, 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 no. Stearns made this as a baseball move. And I don't I don't think he's trying to throw Stearns under the bus, but in mm. turn it looks like he is. What? He is because he's saying, go ask David. And I, I just – He I, pretty much said, period, point blank, go I appreciate, ask David. I appreciate some transparency, but sometimes it's That's better to much? just keep your mouth shut. Is that too much? I think it's good that he's uh, – credit to him for coming out and facing the media. Maybe he shouldn't have. Or maybe he should have had – uh, a prepared statement hmm. and just said, here's what I'm saying and maybe not taking questions. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That'll wrap up our Brewers discussion for at least today. For at least today. So my will be back show, tomorrow. Toby and Gary. We'll More comes up next. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 